hey, hey, welcome to a brand new episode of the Straight Up Show podcast. I am your host, Calvin. It's a brand new year and things have not changed. I mean, things are just, uh, things have changed. Actually, if you want to think about it, uh, so much has happened this year. We've got vaccines. Uh, we got a new president. And something that's kind of hasn't changed, but it's kind of evolving is us staying at home more. And of course, when you stay at home, you want to watch movies, you want to watch like Netflix, and now HBO Max is a thing now, and uh, got a lot of movies coming out this year. So uh, this episode is actually a merge episode with some of the friends of the podcast, some people that you heard of, some you have not heard of, but we definitely mentioned them on our podcast. Uh, we're going to talk about movies today and what's some movies to be excited about uh, in 2021 movies and TV shows to be excited about in 2021. So without further ado, I'm going to introduce our guest today. They are the hosts of the Real Inspectors podcast on all social media platforms live every Monday. First, let me introduce my good friend, Cody and Mitch. How you guys doing today? Hey, hey. How's everyone doing? Hey, I'm doing great. Right. How's it going? Going good, guys. Thank y'all so much uh, for coming on the show. Uh, Cody or Mitch, just kind of tell us about yourself, Cody. So uh, Mitch and I, we are the real inspectors, uh, detectors. Um, what are the rest of the lyrics, Mitch? <laughs> it's uh, real inspectors, bull detectors. Uh, Cody and Mitch ain't even real directors. They're still going to tell you which movie was better. Because, uh, you know, we aspire to be eventually. I mean, I wouldn't call myself a real director, but, you know, what's a real director? Mm -hmm. True. Well, can y'all just tell us a little bit about your podcast and what it's about? So so our podcast, we uh, we talk about movies. uh, Usually that's already come out, uh, whether it be movies or TV shows. And we uh, try and go in depth as well as let people know whether or not they should spend their time watching something. They shouldn't. Uh, this past year with COVID going on, uh, it definitely, everyone was at home just binge watching everything. So we're trying to help you, help steer you in the right direction. So Calvin, do your listeners know like how we all know each other? No, but I mean, you can tell us how we know each other. Yeah. So we're doing this podcast as kind of like a follow-up to the show we used to do. Um, in college and uh that's how we all know each other um because i know calvin you were coming up with straight up around the same time when we were doing um the picture show as it was called back then and uh so this is really kind of almost like a like a reunion for us and when we get together and do this so i'm hyped about it yeah i am too and like i said these guys if you know how passionate i am i am about straight up these guys are just as equal if not even more because I get jealous for Cody with better graphics, but uh, these guys are more passionate about films and telling people about the films they should watch. Not only films, but TV shows and things like that. So if you have a question about films, films, or you want to get more in detail about films, definitely go to uh, the Real Inspectors and look at all their content. Because I'm telling you, uh, they they keep it real. They keep it straight up. So I'm glad that we have them on the show because this is kind of like a reunion. And then, like one thing about us, uh, Cody and Mitch, is that we started this in college, and here we are, like what, almost ten years later, and we're still mm-hmm. like we're still doing this because we 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 believe in our craft and 
outside of our shows, these guys are just talented. You know, they what they film, directing, editing. These guys are talented. Like I said, I'm I'm jealous of Cody and his his uh his you his phenomenal editing skills and his graphic skills. But uh man, these guys are like my brothers, man. I love you guys. Thank y'all for coming on the show. But like Cody was saying, like 2020 has had us in the house and like they're closing movie theaters down now. And some people are actually going to like, you know, drive in movie theaters. So, I mean, Cody, I mean, what have you seen this past year? Do you think movies are going to the movies will die now or what? Uh, so this past movie, this past year, uh, I've, I've gone to drive throughs I've actually have gone to the theater uh, since COVID following the new protocols and, making sure everyone's all spaced out. Um, but uh, really, I think I can only think of three movies I've seen this this year during the whole quarantine time, and two of which uh, I didn't have to go to the theater. I just wanted to watch them in theaters, and that was Return of the Jedi uh, and uh, the uh, circus movie with Zac Efron that I just forgot the name of for some reason. Greatest Showman. And then uh, I did see New Mutants in theaters, and I regretted that decision. <laughs> so the only movie I went to see in 2020 was Tenet, and that's because there was a Christopher Nolan film. And I know you're supposed to see his movies on the big screen. That's the only movie I saw, and yeah, it's all right. So do y'all think that, like, just like with HBO Max and uh, like Netflix and Amazon, do you think that this is going to become the new normal that a lot of people won't flock to the movie theaters now? Because we got a vaccine now, but do you think that this year that the, the movie industry would like take another hit or what? I think we'll see, we may see a resurgence in it now that people are starting to get the vaccine and it's becoming more available. Um, I haven't gotten to see what happened with Wonder Woman just yet uh with people more going to the theaters or more watching at home i know i've only gotten to see it at home and my plan was to also see it in theaters so that way i can compare the two and i still need to do that just so that way i can have an honest uh an honest view of it but uh i know if you go listen to our podcast you'll hear uh our take on the wonder woman uh, 1984 movie well, um, I think, I, I, I don't know, but I think there will be a resurgence. Um, personally, I just want a home theater. Like I want to, I, I just want a theater to myself. I'd yeah. be fine with that. Yeah. And <laughs> <laughs> I would want that too. I'm trying to invest in a, uh, a sound bar, like one of those sound bars to have like in your house, you know, I got the big screen TV now, but I want the, uh, I still I still have a, a old school like a fat back TV, and I'm trying to get rid of. I've been trying my hardest to get rid of this fat back TV that weighs like 800 pounds. But I call the sh- the homeless shelter, I call like the women's abuse shelter, and nobody wants my fat back TV. So I have a big screen fat back TV that I still can watch Netflix and Amazon on. So you know, don't hey if it ain't broke, don't fix it. You know said this before but um i think people like bringing things back for nostalgic reasons just like we've brought back vinyl records and stuff like that so i think people will always want to see films on a big screen um but in 
and how it's viewed I, I don't know that's that's up for debate i think it's definitely going to evolve and change but i don't think it's ever going to go away completely well the pixels you know the, the picture itself is not going to be yeah. as great but i think we'll see uh going to the theater more as a like as a bigger deal than what we used to it used to be like oh yeah we're just gonna go catch a movie real quick but now it's like a okay we got to plan this out before we go to the theater kind of how it, it kind of used to be where it wasn't always packed. Uh, it was like a whole evening, like, Hey, we're going to the movies. And I think like uh, places like here locally, uh, the Robinson that where like they serve food and stuff like that, or like an Alamo draft house. I feel like those places are going to kind of do a little bit better just because it's, it's like a, a movie and a, and a dinner compared to just going to the movie. If I if I'm gonna go out there and risk myself, I'm gonna I wanna eat. I I, I totally agree with that assessment. Like I said, um I think it's gonna change and evolve. Um but I think uh, like Cody was saying, um drive in theaters have definitely seen a resurgence. Um I actually did go to uh one drive in um in the past year. I went to see Elf. Um <laughs> so but I mean that was that was at a um a brewery you know so i think people are going to to come together and and they're always going to want to watch films on a big screen but it, how we do it is going to change you know but i personally like streaming i i've i've stayed home i've streamed mostly everything like i said tenant was the only thing i saw so i've been happy to have my own personal you know draft house or whatever at home which is like you know doordash and hbo max or whatever you know it's like it's there so i mean that's cool like for right now i'm cool with that like i'm the biggest advocate of seeing things on the big screen um but you know right now to stay safe that's how i feel about it until you know i'm completely sure that i'm not risking my life or putting others at risk i'm, I'm perfectly fine with streaming and um i think the more access we have to different programming and different movies um the more that's going to become sort of like the norm um and i think we've seen actually that people are pirating less and stuff like that too because there's so many options now on all these <laughs> streaming services i was just about to say that i was like man this is so hard to bootleg movies now yeah <laughs> i mean the last movie I, I i bootleg was like uh dang cody this is crazy last movie i bootleg was uh x-men uh apocalypse <laughs> Because I really, uh, yeah, no, was it X Men Dark Phoenix? Oh, Dark Phoenix. Uh, and I was like, yeah, man, I don't want to do this no more. I, <laughs> but no, yes. It, well, I was gonna was say that? I used to bootleg a lot of my shows and movies, and now it's just easier just to get the service than have uh, to do all the work around. Disclaimer: the views expressed on the show do not necessarily represent the parent company or whatever. <laughs> Oh, pirate! You guys pirated. Shame on you! Like, what are you talking about? Hey man, I, I, <laughs> hey man, it's called straight up. I'm not gonna lie, <laughs> get it. Uh, but you know what's crazy? It used to be so hard to uh, pirate videos all the time, and I feel bad for people who can't like slaying like bootleg DVDs. But DVDs are going away. But we got a lot more with Mitch and Cody. Uh, we're gonna talk about the top TV shows and top movies. You should watch in 2021 on the other side of the break. Stay tuned. Tired of the same old boring clothes? Want to support your favorite podcast but don't know how? Well, you're in luck. The Straight Up Show podcast store is finally here. 
In our Teespring shop, you can find all the merch that tells the world you're keeping it straight up. From t-shirts to masks to even leggings, our store has you covered. Just visit straightupshowpodcast.com and click that merchandise button. That's S-T-R, the number 8, upshowpodcast.com. Vaccines are here. We can see the light at the end of the tunnel. But don't get sloppy. We still have to practice social distancing, play safe, and be smart. The virus is still here, and only high-risk workers will receive the first batch of vaccines. And you have to take two doses to get the full effect, so supply is limited. And remember, we're all in this together. And it shows when we stand, hand in hand, making our dreams come true. Okay, so we're back and we have some guest hosts today. This is the Straight Up Show podcast slash Real Inspectors podcast. Uh, I am joined by the Real Inspectors co- uh, host, Mitch and Cody. Uh, we're talking about the top movies and TV shows you should watch of 2021. And, you know, this is, like I said, things have changed now. You can watch them from home. I know in Texas, you know, if you don't want to go out, you can actually order, like, DoorDash alcohol now. So you want to get drunk, you can stay home and watch movies, which is crazy. So, because I never thought about that in Louisiana. You can, I don't drink, period. But, like, if you want to drink, get drunk, go home, you can order DoorDash, order, like, a bottle of alcohol, shots, whatever. And you can just stay at home, be safe, COVID-free, and then just enjoy your movies. So with that being said, there's a lot of new TV shows coming up this year that I know I can't wait to, get to see. But it's not just new TV shows. It's new seasons of shows that's probably been affected by the pandemic. They had to stop recording. So they're back at it now. So uh, Mitch, I'm going to start with you. What are some TV shows that uh, people should be excited about and look forward to watching or new seasons people should watch this 2021? Okay, well, definitely number one, my pick is uh, Lord of the Rings. So Amazon is rebooting Lord of the Rings. I don't know if you would say rebooting, but they're they're delving into uh, material from Tolkien's lore, and they're spending lots and lots of money on it. It's supposedly the most expensive TV show ever made. That's not even out yet. Um, so those of you that know me, you know that I'm a huge fan of the Lord of the Rings in every possible way. So I'm looking forward to that, especially. Um, another one, uh, let's see, on my list is uh, Foundation. So, so let me ask you a question, Rick, about that, about this. Yeah, so, sure. Are they doing like what Disney's doing to like Star Wars? Like they're kind of breaking it up to like different shows or is this like a whole reboot of the movies, but it's just a TV show? Um, so the way I understand it, they're delving into the lore of Tolkien, um, mainly from a book called The Silmarillion, which is like all of this ancient history of Middle Earth and Arda, as it were, which is the planet. Um, so they're trying to tell like a prequel, if you will, but it's kind of bigger than that because The Hobbit was a prequel, but it was directly before The Lord of the Rings. This is something more expansive. This is something that's probably going to cover a lot of years um, over time. So I'm guessing it's going to be like a, a saga type of series 
or maybe even an ensemble type of series. It's going to probably tell a lot of different stories in the vein of like Greek mythology and stuff like that. As a fan, uh, this has got me really excited. Like I'm wondering where most of the budget is going to be spent, um, what they're going to include um, in the series, whether or not it's going to tie in with the films or not. There's really not a whole lot of information out there right now. We just know that it is being made and that it is coming out this year. Um, so it's it's exciting times if you're a Lord of the Rings fan. So that's that's my number one that I'm looking forward to. Going on to my next pick is uh, Foundation. So this is something that uh, Apple TV is coming out with, and it's based on the Foundation trilogy by Isaac Asimov. So the Foundation trilogy is uh, something that I delved into um, when I was a teenager, and I really remember enjoying these books. Isaac Asimov is one of my favorite science fiction authors. So again, this is another show like Lord of the Rings. It's based on a, on a book series or book trilogy. So I guess that's kind of a theme here. Um, but um, it looks really good. Apple TV is not something I currently have a subscription to. I don't know if you have it, Calvin, because you, you mentioned earlier you have the, uh, the, the iPhone. So I don't know if you use Apple TV or not. Um, but this is definitely going to be a return to, um, I want to say, more classic sci-fi, you know, not something that's a Star Wars or a Star Trek, but something that's going to um, really delve into um, Asimovian concepts, obviously, um, you know, theories of um, where does life begin when it comes to like robots and things like that. Um, do they have sentience? Will they have rights? Um, I've always thought those, those kind of questions were interesting. The same author who did iRobot. Um, some of you have probably seen the movie with Will Smith. Um, so that's also based on Isaac Asimov's story. Definitely looking forward to that. Next on my list is American Crime Story Impeachment. So I, I really like the American Crime Story series. The, um, the Trial of OJ was one of my favorite shows when it came out. I was really compelled by that show, and it's a great team. Oh, yeah, they works on it. They did a real good job. That was a real good ep good uh, episode. It was better than I thought because, you I mean, it was Cuba Gooden Jr. playing OJ. And I was like, man. Right. Like, and he did fantastic, though. Like, he it, exceeded expectations. All the actors, because, I mean, like, you know, watching that series was pretty good because, like, I, I didn't know much about the OJ trial, you know, mm -hmm. and how they linked it up with the Kardashians and, like man, that you're right. That was a good episode. So I mean, that 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 F, the FX does a great job on TV shows. Oh yeah, I totally agree. I was really young when all that stuff happened, but I do remember like the Bronco chase and stuff like that. Seeing that on TV when I was a kid, like not really quite understanding all the you know ins and outs of what was going on. So I found that really interesting, like a like a little time capsule. Like okay, this is what it was about. And, like I I heard things like growing up, like you know. Did he do it? Did he not do it? And this is what happened, blah, blah, blah. But um, yeah, so there's a really great creative team behind that, the same team that does American Horror Story. So they have the American Horror Story and they have American Crime Story. And then someone else who was also in the OJ series was Sarah Paulson. And she's um, she does a lot of crossover work with the American Horror Story too. But this series is going to be about the impeachment of Bill Clinton, uh, which I find to be a pretty interesting topic um, especially if they if they do as good a job with this as they did with the OJ story, it's definitely going to be an interesting legal drama. And Sarah Paulson returns as Linda Tripp, 
And then Clive Owen is going to play Bill Clinton, which is an interesting uh, choice for sure. And then if, if you've seen Booksmart, Beanie Feldstein is going to play Monica Lewinsky. So that's a very that's a very interesting lineup to me. I'm going to be interested to see how that plays out. Um, and then, of course, uh, so I have four uh, picks for TV shows. So my last one is going to be The Boys. Yeah. No, The Boys. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah. The Boys season three. Um, so, yeah, I, I'm sure you guys... Um, know where we left off in in the last season so i'm not i i'm i'm riveted you know i don't know what's going to happen with with homelander and what he's going to do uh i'm i'm really loving this show i started reading the comics not too long ago and they're very different from the show but i like that a lot usually i'm a purist when it comes to adaptations but i really like that the show is different and that i don't know what to expect because the last season i felt went above and beyond the first season and uh, I feel something big is in store for season three. This new season's supposed to have a uh, Jensen Ackles coming in. I know that. So Supernatural friends will be excited. I actually have a picture with that car. So uh, yeah, I know nothing about Supernatural. <laughs> I don't either. <laughs> I don't either. But I just got a picture with the car though. So <laughs> from uh, well, that's cool. With, with the picture, the uh, the Bowser City. Uh, 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 comic fest or whatever or, uh, comic con they did the very right. the only one. the only reason I always remember his name Jensen Ackles is because my nephew is named after him because my brother and his wife are very big into supernatural <laughs> wow all right so that's Mitch's top top TV shows that you should watch that he's excited for for 2021 so I'm gonna dump it over to Cody Cody what are some TV shows? that people should get excited about in 2021 that you think people like. All right. So um, I, you, you normally wouldn't hear me be like a Disney freak, but I, I guess my top picks that are coming out this season are mostly Disney stuff. So the first one that's not Disney related is uh, the Cowboy Bebop live action show with uh, John Cho. What? I didn't know this. Oh yeah, because uh, John, I know uh, Cho. He had uh, broke his arm while filming the series, and it was supposed to come out last year, but because of COVID and Cho breaking his arm, they had to push back filming, and all this other stuff happened with it. So uh, yeah, it's been in the works for a little while. Uh, but uh, now on to some of my Disney picks. So f- right off the bat, the Book of Boba Fett is coming out. Uh, they had to push it back a little bit, which also pushed Mandalorian season three back to 2022. But the book of Boba Fett is coming out and I'm so excited to see uh big old Boba being the big old crime Lord. <laughs> By the way, we coordinated these lists so we didn't have the same ones. Cause I'm, I'm equally excited about this. I'm just going to go oh, yeah. ahead and say that. <laughs> <laughs> and I actually have some questions about that. Cause like I said, I'm not, a big Star Wars fan, you know, I'm not, but you know, I think that, and, and, and for all you Star Wars people, don't get mad at me, but I think that the Mandalorian makes up for the last three movies. That's just my opinion. That's just my opinion. So but, at the time of us recording this, um, there's currently apparently a big like schism happening in Lucasfilm right now between the people who are loyal to Favreau and the people who are loyal to. 
uh, Kennedy to Kathleen Kennedy because apparently they're not all working together right now. And Disney's now throwing money at Favreau. And so the people who are like working on uh, the new stuff with Kathleen Kennedy, like their stuff is getting canceled or is getting pushed back. And uh, so there's a lot of people upset right now up at Lucasfilm. Hmm. And for people who don't know what Favreau is, he's uh, happy off of uh, Iron Man. So and he's the one that made the Mandalorian. He's also the one who directed the first two Iron Man movies. Yeah. So and I, he started the, he essentially started the, the MCU and he's now starting like the Star Wars television universe. Well, live action stuff. And then, uh, but also he has roots that go further back in Star Wars. He also did, he played a voice of a very big Mandalorian in the Clone Wars series as well. But, uh, so he deserves that money. So he does it. Oh yeah. He's, he's a Star Wars nerd. That's good. And I had to clarify something because a lot of people watch Mandalorian probably because of Baby Yoda. That's, that's probably all they know is just Baby mm-hmm. Yoda. It's cute. I got to watch it. But one thing I did not know, I'm glad you clarified it, that, that there's going to be a season three of the Mandalorian and that the Book of Bubble Fett would be different from the Mandalorian itself. Because I was thinking that they were going to have the Mandalorian and the this, this story would continue with Boba Fett. It's going to be the same crew working on both and that's the reason why the mandalorian is being pushed back so it's all going to be like the same group of people all working together to kind of keep that same flow okay okay now some other uh disney related ones but these are all mcu uh marvel based ones is that like the falcon and winter soldier is coming out and i'm excited for that some of my favorite my favorite MCU movie is still Captain America Winter Soldier. It is like the most beautifully shot of all the of all the movies and like story-wise it I feel like it's one of the more grounded of them all. Uh and so I'm excited to see uh that character those two characters come back and uh butt heads and have to work together. Uh and I'm always I'm I'm always excited to see uh Mackie doing stuff yeah he's one of my favorite people too i love him man he's really good he he was like i was upset with altered carbon but it wasn't because of him like i feel like he could have been a great kovach for the film for the series i just feel like they probably had issues behind the scenes with it did Um, you see that episode of black mirror yes yes (laughs) And Mackie and Mackie's from Louisiana, so we represent. You Is know? he? Yeah, he's from New Orleans. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, I knew that. Yeah, great movie with Anthony Mackie. Also, just throwing that in there out there is a uh, pain and gain. Oh yeah, that one's another great one. That's how I was introduced to him. Uh, like I, I didn't yeah, recognize who he was back in Eight Mile. Yeah, that that movie but, that movie still confuses me till this day. Like it really Mile? does. No, uh, pain, pain and gain. <laughs> Pain and gain. I'm just like I you go in thinking it's one one way and it's really not. So Michael Bay's best film. <laughs> the Rock. Another another big one I'm excited for is uh Miss Marvel. Uh I am excited to see Camilla Khan finally make it to uh to a screen. Hopefully she ends up in the movies later on. But uh, I'm excited to see this character because 
Uh, I've talked about it on Real Inspectors, I believe, but I'm not a big fan of Captain Marvel, the the character of Carol Danvers. Yes, you have talked about this on Real Inspectors. I'm not a fan of her because of like the comics like when she was just miss marvel was i did not like her playing all the video games uh like marvel ultimate alliance and stuff like that didn't enjoy her character and then it transitioned into the movies where i didn't enjoy carol danvers just her attitude throughout the comics and the movies is kind of kind of a smug thing but camilla khan i feel like i related to in a way because she's this like super fan who got powers and is now like obsessed with like the other heroes she's now having to work beside. And I'm excited to see her because this is also, I feel like the beginning of the young Avengers. We're going to start seeing the young Avengers start popping up everywhere. Like uh, with the new Hawkeye series, we're getting a new uh, Hawkeye for that and stuff. There's a lot of young actors coming in and Miss Marvel, I think is going to set the stage for it. Right. And I'm glad that there's a reason why me and you are friends, because I feel the same exact way about Miss Marvel. I, I think she's when I went to go see Captain Marvel. I fell asleep and it was that barn. I just didn't don't like it. Nah, nah, you guys are wrong. <laughs> and it's, I'm, a, I'm a fan of Brie Larson, though, too. Like, I mean, see, Brie I would, Larson's great. Like, if you haven't seen the unicorn store that she directed as well. And she stars in, and it also stars Samuel Jackson. That that's a amazing Brie Larson movie. Yeah, yeah. I like Brie, I like Brie Larson. It's just that character. It's like, yeah. man, you got you got power jacked by Rogue. Like, come on, how do you get jacked by powers? Mm-hmm. Like, this, my bad. Sorry, Cody. <laughs> oh, you're all good. You're all good, man. But uh, the biggest show that I'm look I've been looking forward to that I that at the time of us recording this. I started watching the first two episodes, uh, but as WandaVision came out. And has it lived up to the hype or what? I've, I'm very much so enjoying it so far. Again, I'm only two episodes in, and I did not watch any trailers except for the initial teaser for this, just to make sure that I didn't get anything spoiled for me and I didn't start coming up with my own theories that would ruin the, the show. But so far, it like has like this old like 50s, 60s sitcom style for these first two episodes. and uh, But it still has that little bit of a, a Twilight Zone-ness to it. Mm. And I love that because I'm a big Twilight Zone fan. But I was going to tell you, I was like, well, why did you not watch the promos? You know that Marvel doesn't let the, the, their promos like tell the whole story. I'll watch a teaser. I'll watch a teaser because it's just to get me invested, but I refuse to try and watch anything else. I tried doing that with all the Star Wars movies, but again, I start theorizing everything. And so the it's the issue is not that they will give out information. Sometimes they will give out a little bit, which then makes me think of one thing, and I get this whole movie in my head or show in my head. That's way better in your head. Yeah. And then I go yeah. see it, I'm just underwhelmed. And so to keep myself from having that issue nowadays, I try to not watch trailers for anything. Yeah, no, I went into the new Star Wars movies just thinking, like, this is going to be a pile of dog, and that's the only way I enjoyed it, just to keep my expectations super low. <laughs> I think, Mitch, was it you who, like, m- who kept sending me uh, Last Jedi or Rise of Skywalker trailers because I yes. said I wasn't watching them? 
I don't think I I don't think that was me. I don't think I would do that to you if you specifically said you weren't going to watch them. Maybe I did. I don't know. I don't think I did. You're, you're also the same person who will just send me images of spiders. <laughs> Dude, I saw one the other day and I was like, uh, I shouldn't. This one's pretty like this one gives me the creeps. Like if it gives me the creeps, like it's going to ruin Cody. Like I can't send that. What do y'all do in y'all show? Like, what kind of what kind of game y'all playing over here? <laughs> Spiders. I have arachnophobia, so which uh, is ironic because I'm a big Spider-Man fan. Don't you have a Spider-Man jacket too? Yeah, Spider-Man jacket. I have a Spider-Man tattoo. It's so weird, man. Yeah, I remember this being a problem though when the Hobbit movies came out and there was oh, that yeah. scene with the spiders. Uh, yeah, that, I remember this being a problem. Imagine me in second grade watching uh chamber of secrets right from harry potter you know now my flesh is crawling now damn it mitch <laughs> <laughs> all right so that that's cody's pick from uh tv show so my pick for tv shows is probably gonna be a little bit more urban a little bit more different and dramatic than y'all's but i'm gonna I'm stay in the marvel cinematic universe well not cinematic but the, D, the, the disney uh tv shows I'm going to stay with Marvel because I think one thing I'm looking forward to uh, is the uh, Marvel What If. And it's kind of like a, a, it's a TV show about Marvel characters, but with different scenarios. Like what if Black Panther was like Iron Man or what if like, you know, Captain America was, you know, Wolverine something like that. But as it, actually to Chadwick Boseman's, Boseman's last three, I think, um, uh, filmings or uh, uh what with, with, with Marvel isn't the last three, I think. His last three works with Marvel. So, uh, Mitch and Cody, so I don't know if y'all knew about this. I thought it was a rumor, but I found out it is true. But they're bringing back the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Yeah, I saw yeah. that. But it's coming to Peacock. Peacock, <laughs> which is going to probably be dead in a year. But <laughs> uh, it's going to be on the Peacock Network, network which is kind of like, I guess it's like NBC's like FX version, I guess. And um, they're going to have it on the Peacock Network, but it's a more dramatic hour-long series of the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. I think Willis Smith is actually directing it, right? I don't know if he's directing it. So I heard about this once I saw the YouTube video. I'm pretty sure there was a short film that was made. And uh, I think I think Jaden showed it to his dad or something like that. Um, and Will Smith was like super interested in this concept of turning the show into something more dramatic um so that's i i'm not sure if he's directing it or not i have to look into that but i know um their initial video that was released on youtube was made by somebody else and will smith later saw that video yeah it was like a like a uh, like a you know one of those fan-made movies and it's right. kind of like more of a like will smith is more hood basically and uh, so i mean hey I, i'm for it I, I would love to see like the fresh Prince of Bella turned dark, you know what I mean? And hopefully they have like a, a dark Aunt Viv, not the like the bright skin, like Creole Aunt Viv. That's that's a big problem in the black community. We we don't we don't like the light skin Aunt Viv. We want the dark skin Aunt Viv. Uh <laughs> it's actually a hashtag dark skin Aunt Viv. Uh but I think the really one thing that I think people should really get excited about, and if you haven't watched it, I don't know about you, uh Mitch and Cody, but uh Childish Gambinos, Donner Glovers long anticipated season three of Atlanta on FX. It, it is probably some of the most creative thought provoking 
shows that I've ever seen in my life. Have y'all seen oh, it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, finally, season three is coming up? Season three is coming out next year, yes. Yeah, no, I'm a big fan of Donald Glover. So, I like anything that he's attached to. Um, I love his music. I love the show. Um, I'm a fan of Community, too. And, mm-hmm. like, I, th- I thought the show kind of went downhill when he when he left the show. Have y'all seen Atlanta on FX? Cody? I've not gotten a chance to see it. It's still on my watch list on Hulu. And so now that season three is about to come out, I'm definitely going to have to binge it all. The issue is that I want to watch it, but I don't know who else in my house wants to watch it. And I, my, my one-year-old son doesn't want to sit there and watch Atlanta when Baby Shark could be on the TV. <laughs> but you've seen it though, right? Have you seen it? I've not seen all of it, but I have seen season one. So I'm currently watching it. He uh he pushes the button, I tell you that. Like he makes it funny, but he pushes the button. Like it's one of those TV shows that it, it makes you think and like there's an underlying meaning on every episode. It's like you have to go back and rewatch it just to make sure you got the message. But it's it's very deep. And he actually came out and said that season three will be the best season on TV ever outside of the Sopranos. Wow. So That's a bold claim. That that is very bold. So I cannot wait to see uh, Atlanta. If y'all have not seen Atlanta, I think it's made for everybody because they talk about a lot of subjects. Uh, I think one of my favorite episodes is like he kind of did a horror episode, but it was more like a, a, a knock at Michael Jackson. And yeah, Childish Gambino dressed up like a Michael Jackson character, but you wouldn't think it's Childish Gambino because he's that good of an actor. And uh, it, it's that's probably it's called Teddy Perkins. That's the episode called. But you watch that and you be like, man, this guy's a genius. Like Childish Gambino is the goat, you know. So didn't he have that character show up to like an award ceremony? He did. Award show. He did. And people were trying to figure out how they got it to happen because Glover was also at the show. Oh, I don't know then. Because okay, because oh, okay, just kind of to break it down. Like people was kind of questioning the whole episode, like. Is that Childish Gambino and makeup? Because he kind of had his voice like Childish Gambino, but but then like Childish Gambino's character was also in the episode, so it's kind of like you don't know if people question like was that really him? Till this day, like was that really him playing the character or not? It's like the crazy stuff between people thinking Childish Gambino and Donald Glover are the same person. <laughs> yeah, but but hey, he said bigger than the Sopranos. Uh, so hey, that's uh, we'll see. Did he say better than the Sopranos or bigger than the Sopranos? Because I know the Sopranos finale pissed a bunch of people off. Well, he was saying that it's gonna come to that level, it's it's gonna be up there, you know what I mean? So, I mean, (laughs) that's kind of that's kind of pushing that's like what Cinemax's number was it Cinemax or HBO? HBO, HBO's number one show, I think. So, we'll see, you know. Uh, we'll see. Uh, I'm actually binge watching The Wire right now, which is like an old HBO show that I never watched growing up, but. I'm looking forward to all these TV shows, mostly on Disney and streaming, but uh, I don't really watch much. I don't really watch much network TV besides like, you know, uh, FX and stuff like that. But anyway, uh, that's that's it for our TV shows. We're going to have the top movies we're excited for and that you should be excited for as well on the other side of the break. This is the Straight Up Show podcast with the guys from Real Inspectors podcast. Stay tuned. I think straight up means to be able to speak in a way that is straight up to be honest and to speak your truth. Raw, uncut, you know what I mean? It's, it's, it's blunt, you know, straight to the point, this is what it is. It's just a place to be open and honest 
and that's what I appreciate most about it. And it provides a place for community members to come together and just be straight up with each other about things that are going on in the world because it affects all of us. Uh, unfiltered, raw, with all the cursing that Calvin does. Straight up is just being real, telling it, telling it like it is, you know, um, being you. Being solid, being who you are, no matter what it is, no matter what situation you're faced with, right? This is who you are. It really, it really speaks to me saying it is what it is and it ain't what it ain't, straight up. Here at Straight Up, we know that all lives matter, but historical events have shown that there is an inverse power dynamic between the races in our country. To highlight this, we present our Black Lives Matter merchandise. Because let's be real, some of you don't seem to understand that this isn't the organization, but a message. That message, end inequality towards minorities in America. And just in case that's too complicated for you in English, we have the phrase translated into 10 different languages. Visit StraightUpShowPodcast.com for this and all our other merch. That's S-T-R, the number 8, ShowPodcast.com. Shirts as low as nineteen ninety nine. Okay, so we're back with the guys from The Real Inspector, Cody and Mitch. Thank you guys for coming on the show once again. We were talking about the number one or the movies and TV shows that we think that you should be excited for or that's coming out in 2021. So you're going to be at home maybe. And we don't know what's where COVID is going, but we're going to give you some tips and some TV shows to look forward to and mark them on your, on your calendar, okay? All right, so we did TV shows the last block. We got some nice TV shows mostly streaming apps, but we're going to talk about movies now. What are some movies that you all should be excited about in 2021? Uh, we'll start with Cody. Cody, what's some, what's some movies that you're excited about or what people should look forward to in 2021? So so nowadays we have a tendency to make really, really late sequels. And it's just more of like catch on the nostalgia that people have for them. And I can tell you right now, this first one's already caught me. And that's the Matrix Four, which is coming out in December this year, which I believe has the same release date as John Wick Four. So Keanu Reeves is going to be competing with himself this December, and it's going to be crazy. That boy, but, uh, right. but uh, this is it. Still has uh, it has Lana Wachowski on it, so it still has one of the Wachowski siblings. Uh, I'm not sure what happened. Why it's not both of them? Wait, just uh, one? Yeah, it's just one. I see. I didn't know that. And that was the big. That was like all the big news about it. Whenever I was hearing it, that it was a uh, that was just uh, Lena doing it. And I think there's someone else who may be a- a- assisting her on this one, where it's a uh, kind of helping uh, get the ropes kind of deal. But uh, but yeah, I know they got a lot of uh, people coming back for it, and then uh, like Neil Patrick Harris is supposed to be in it too. See, so, so Cody, like. What do you what do you think the movie is going to even be about? Like you said, you create random movies in your head, like in theories. Mm-hmm. So like, well, have you already started theorizing <laughs> about this one? Because like I, I don't even I know where to go. 
All right, but but let's just let's just keep in mind that I I haven't seen the Matrix growing up as a, as an adult yet, so what? I, I haven't I haven't finished the last one, and I haven't seen it as an adult yet. So I wanna I wanna. I literally like two weeks ago was watching the the Matrix again. Oh, but just you can... out of out of the blue was just it was on, and I just started watching it. All I remember from the Matrix is the uh, the infamous like bullet dodge scene and the uh, and the pills. That's about it. Yeah, it's so I'm not going to give you any spoilers for the Matrix, but this new one, because the Matrix 3 was definitely an ending. So I'm curious how they will, how they will kind of transition it. Because one of the things throughout the series is that they talk about how the Matrix isn't the first one. And so this is just a new run of the Matrix. And I guess we'll see some characters kind of come back and curious how they will, how they'll be there and in what way and uh, what kind of symbolism uh, Lena is going to try and slide into them. Cause there that's all the series is, is about like being trapped in someone else's body. That's not your own, which was just that them explaining about, uh, them talking about transgender in a way. Um, and there's a lot of symbolism like that within just the first film. Hmm. I didn't know that. Yeah. Whenever you do look at it, look at it from that way. Like, uh, because they were the, uh, the brothers back then. And since then they have, tra- they have uh, transitioned. And so I, I definitely think, uh, I'm curious as to the symbolism that you see in it. Cause like you had series like since eight that they did where uh, again, they they're, they're all about like little, little things in the films. And I, I love those little, like you got to go into like a blog later and find all the hidden Easter eggs. And that's what I'm hoping for on this movie. It's just, it's full of Easter eggs. Um, I hope it's, um, I hope it's well done and it's not remembered as like the Indiana Jones four. Mm-hmm. Or or something like that that comes back years later and we're like okay or like those or like what they did with the Born series it's like do we need it was it good I don't know I'm a little I'm a little weary of that one and y'all make me feel so bad because there's a lot of movies I have not watched yet uh, <laughs> Lord of the Rings uh, Indiana Jones uh, Evan Bourne movies yeah I'm, I'm I'm not a little big movie buff guy. That's okay. That's why why we're here. Yeah. Yeah. I was just going to say, that's why (laughs) y'all. All right, Cody, what else you got, Cody? So uh, a while ago, I talked about how I'm a big Spider-Man fan. And the end of this year, we're getting an unnamed Spider-Man 3 film. And the three could be symbolism for something else. If you guys watch Real Inspectors, we've all been theorizing what's going to happen. Oh, boy. Yeah. That we're going to have three Spider-Man. Pizza time. What's, I uh, want to hear some of these theories, though. But so far, we've already been confirmed that Jamie Foxx and Alfred Molina are coming back. So we got Shocker from the Amazing Spider-Man series and then Doc Ock from the classic Spider-Man series. I'm going to jump in there and say, wasn't he Electro? He's Electro. Did I say Shocker? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's my bad. It's it was bad. Uh, it was Boheme. Uh, I forgot the guy's name. Boheme. Uh, what you call it? He was the Shocker in Spider-Man uh, yeah. Homecoming. Yeah. Yeah, I, I meant I meant uh, electro. That's my bad. Wrong black person. No, well, I was thinking about <laughs> shocking. 
Not the best, but no, it's kind of coincidence that both shocked. Yeah, like, but you know what? That's that's a stereotype in comic books, like you know, and, and movies now. Apparently, like, why does the black superhero a villain has to have electricity? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's kind of weird. I don't know how that got started. Was that did that get started with Black Lightning? I, you know what? I have no idea. But we talk about that on one of our uh, episodes. But no, that's just kind of like uh, me on my soapbox about black guys and having electricity yeah. powers. But uh, next one, which is another Sony Marvel movie, is Venom, Let There Be Carnage. And I'm, I'm a big Venom fan. He's one of the series I still read a lot of. Uh, but the big thing I'm excited for is that Andy Serkis is directing this. So you know, so you know it's going to be crazy. My precious. But, but is, uh, is it going to be darker than the, uh, the first one? or I would hope so. It, it needs to be rated R. Carnage is not some guy you got, you got to like that you can really censor. Carnage is very much so a like gory person. I hope so. Gollum is directing it. Yeah. And you got Woody Allen. Woody Allen. Not Woody Allen. Woody Harrelson. Woody Harrelson. <laughs> That's the first thing. I was going right. to say, Woody Allen's a completely different dude. Yeah, I, mean, I know. Known for <laughs> other things. Yeah, I know. That was carnage. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, see, it, the the images they've released, he lo- Harrelson looks a lot better than what he did at the end of Venom. Because at the end of Venom, he just looks like he's wearing like a Chucky wig. Yeah, I was going to say that too. Like a Chucky wig. Like a yeah, like a curly head. That dude chubby. looked like Ronald McDonald. <laughs> like little orphan Annie in his cell. Yeah. I was I was unimpressed. Um I am looking forward to Andy Circus directing it, and he did do a darker version of um Jungle Book mm-hmm. called Mowgli. So I am interested because of that. And I'm the, I'm curious. I, I'm a real big fan of like CGI and stuff like that. And so his jungle book, like that's all kind of motion capture of their faces that have been morphed into animals. And I love that so much. Yeah, it was awesome. Uh, and so I'm really hoping that we're going to see that with like the animation that we're going to have more like body motion capture, motion performances come from like Tom Hardy uh, doing, actually doing this stuff as Venom. So that way we can really see, I guess, like the body motion, like the emotion in the body. And we'll see that with like Carnage because it's going to be these two who are our big CGI characters. Uh, as of right now, I haven't heard of anyone else really being in it that's completely CGI. Yeah, I'm hoping for an R rating as well. But we'll see that. Uh, another big movie uh, I've been waiting on is... Mortal Kombat and uh, I've been waiting on this for so long all my friends have been sending me like updates as they pop up uh, but uh, yeah it's gonna be they just announced that it's getting an R rating um, some of the actors who they have playing uh, playing uh, in here are gonna be great uh, the one I was excited for was uh uh, I'm not sure if I'm going to say his name right, but uh, McCad Brooks, who's playing Jax, he plays, uh, he's in uh, Supergirl, where he uh, he plays Jimmy Olsen, and 
like I loved him in Supergirl. So I'm excited to see him. The images they just released, he's got his robot arms and he's got a mustache now. Yeah, he was trending on Twitter talking about is that is that Steve Harvey uh playing Jax? <laughs> but yeah, so I, I hope it's better than the original movie. But the original movie wasn't that bad. You know the original I mean? the original movie is campy, but it's I mean it is still great. Like it came out right when I was a kid. And I had a younger brother who was just a year younger than me. So obviously him and I played on our Super Nintendo uh, Mortal Kombat, as well as we would go outside and just beat each other up like we were in Mortal Kombat. So if you play Mortal Kombat with your siblings, it start a lot of family feuds. <laughs> See what I did there? I brought uh, the whole Steve joke it. back in there. Now, uh, last I had on my list is the king's man and this is one of the movies i'm super excited for it's coming out this march uh this is a prequel to the king's man secret surface uh series but it's got uh ralph fiends fines who plays voldemort. yeah voldemort okay uh this is the prequel right like a prequel yeah this is a prequel okay but uh, Matthew Vaughn, who he just produced the last Kingsman movie, but he uh, helped with the story and directing on the first one. He also did Kick Ass and he did uh, Starlight as well. Not Starlight. Uh, yeah, I think it's Starlight. He he's one of my favorite directors. He does amazing. He did uh, X Men First Class as well. But him and Mark Miller, who's the writer of the comic books Kingsman Secret Service. They, they work really well together. Uh, and I just enjoy Vaughn's writing style. And so I'm super excited for it. Uh, Aaron Taylor Johnson's going to be in this as well. And I'm since kick ass, I've been a huge fan of him. Uh, I was excited whenever he was Quicksilver for the, uh, for the MCU, but then uh, we all know what happened with that. Uh, and now that I'm watching WandaVision, I'm hoping he pops up again. I don't know. I haven't made it far enough into the series yet, so please no spoilers, guys. Yeah. Have you seen Tenet? I've not gotten to watch Tenet yet. Is he okay, in there? Then I'm, I'm, I mean, if, if that's a spoiler for you, I might have just ruined it. But you might is, he, is he in Tenet? You might want to check out Tenet at some point. Oh, okay. But let's just say he wasn't quick enough. No, I'm just kidding. I, I, didn't, I didn't watch the movies. I don't know. I'm just playing with you. But no, I, I tell you what, he is a great director. And this might be small to some people, but like if you the, if you, you got to be a great director to get Elton John a great character and make a cameo in your movie. Just saying. Mm-hmm. And and there's a Prince song in, in the second one too, which is something that people thought was never oh, happening. Uh, was it Let's Go? Wasn't it Let's Go? Wasn't it? I think so. Yeah. 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 But that's all I had on my list. Um, Mitch, what did you have? All right. Um, so in no particular order, um, these are the movies that like I'm looking forward to the most. Um, no Time to Die. So James Bond. I, I actually am a pretty big uh, fan of Dan- the Daniel Craig era of James Bond movies. I know they're not everyone's cup of tea. Um that's a Mitch British and I trip. have talked about this before where I really haven't watched Daniel Craig stuff, but I'm a big fan of the Sean Connery stuff. Right. And and I'll, I'll get into this also about spiral later, but um, 
so I didn't grow up watching all the same movies that you did, Cody. So I, this kind of like his era kind of introduced me to it. Like I'm like, I don't really. Uh, the 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 Pierce Brosnan movies never really captured my attention when I was younger. I'm like, what is this? Um, so that era, the Daniel Craig era, kind of like introduced me to James Bond because I was going to see movies by myself at that time. And um, you know, when they started coming out, I was a little bit older, and they were kind of cool and darker, grittier. I think it felt sort of like what they were doing with the Batman series too, like updating it for a more modern audience. So um, I like these movies. I think they're good. Um, I'm, I've heard that this is Daniel Craig's last time playing 007. Um, so I'm interested to see how they wrap it up because unlike the previous films, these movies have had um, sort of a um, reoccurring theme to them. Like they all tie into each other. They have you know, uh, consequences in one movie um, for the next. So that's something that they really haven't done in James Bond before is make it linear um, from one movie to the next. Um, so I'm interested in seeing how they, they wrap everything up and whether or not they pass the mantle of 007 to another character. That's something that's been talked about too. Um, going on from there. Uh, next uh, uh, on my list is Ghostbusters Afterlife. So huge Ghostbusters fan. Um, I'm just going to be blunt here and say I really did not like that last Ghostbusters movie. I thought the writing was really bad. The female cast? Um, no, I thought the fe- I, I love the female cast. All those ladies they are had, really funny. They had All, yeah. like the perfect cast they had the perfect for that cast. movie. Yeah, no, none of my complaints come from the cast. Those ladies are really, really funny. Um, all of them I'm fans of on Saturday Night Live. I'm a big fan of Saturday Night Live currently, too. I think it's still funny. Um so I had no problem with the casting or anything like that or having like, like I'm not some like neck beer, like, oh, they're all free barrels. And I heard it. it's, it's not like that at all. I just thought um, the sense of humor in the older Ghostbusters was totally different. Like it was wittier. Um, it was just, it just had a different feel to it. Like there was just a snappier writing um, to the script. So I'm excited about this one because it takes it in a different direction it acknowledges the previous Ghostbusters movies um, as having happened. That's one thing that they that I didn't like about the new one too is that they like didn't make it a sequel. They kind of just erased everything that happened before. Like the Ghostbusters actors showed up, but they had really random cameos. This one is set in the future, and I think it's about um, their grandkids. So I know Egon's granddaughter is a character in this um paul rudd is like their school teacher i think and he was like a big fan of the old ghostbusters uh it looks really interesting it looks like they fight ghosts in a small town um so i'm looking forward to it um no calvin did you have something to say about that oh i just like paul rudd period so oh yeah yeah he's great um next on my list uh is a movie (laughs) uh called free guy um so this is about an npc in a video game who discovers he has sentience and he's played by ryan reynolds Um, i feel like i feel like reynolds has some amazing advertising he does so one of the things that they did is they released a video where they were where it was the cast talking about the movie and stuff but at the end it's all of them like making their coming soon to a theater near you coming this february 
coming this March. <laughs> yeah, just so on and so forth. Yeah. Um, I feel like I've been hearing about this movie for a long time. Um, so I'm ready to see it. It looks really funny. I think Ryan Reynolds is really funny. Like I like the Deadpool movies. Um, and this is a concept that I find interesting. A video game character that realizes he can make decisions outside of his programming. Um, it's got Taco Watiti in it. Yeah. It, let's, uh, it, it, it seems like a well-written, witty distraction of a movie. Something that's going to be really funny. Um, I think I think it, it looks pretty good. And I, I feel like I've been waiting waiting for it for a long time. So I'm just like, I just want to see it now. Because I've, I've seen ads for it for what feels like forever. <laughs> I just like I like Ryan Reynolds a lot, man. Like I feel like that he's just he he's come a long way. You know what I mean? He's done a lot of stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, but he's just like man. He's he just keeps it going. You know, Calvin. If you if you like him, you should watch this movie. Uh, I think it's called The Voices. Uh, it's from 2014. It's where his like he's he's insane and his pets like talk to him. It's a very bizarre movie. Um, but anyway, moving on from there. <laughs> uh so yeah i have i have six on my list because i only had four shows um so i couldn't decide uh between the next three so i was like i'm gonna put them all on there godzilla versus kong uh so i really like what they've been doing with the godzilla movies lately and i really did like um kong skull island as well and i'm pretty sure they're going to pit those two versions of them together Um, the last the last godzilla movie you see references of Kong on Skull Island right. toward, during the credits. Right. Yeah. So I'm really pumped for that because I love big giant monster films. And um, isn't Millie Bobby Brown coming back for this one? Yeah. Yeah, she is. Um, so it's um, keeping in line with the last Godzilla movie. And then, yeah, Kong Skull Island was great. Um, I, again, I like giant monsters. I like all the King Kong movies. I like all the Godzilla movies. I like all the all, all of them, even the bad ones, like the one with uh, Matthew Broderick. Like, I was young enough to to like that movie when it came out. Um, and then next on my list is Spiral. So again, like James Bond, this is another series that I really wasn't uh, a part of uh, when it was at its peak. This is a this is a sequel to the saw series which i've never seen a saw movie before but incidentally i want to see this movie uh because it's uh written and directed and starring uh chris rock um so this is a dude who does comedy and now he's switching to horror and i'm really interested it feels like he has something to say like when you switch from like you're known from comedy now you're doing horror like i'm interested to see where it goes it seems like a gritty police drama uh, the with, uh, Samuel L. Jackson too, right? Yes. Yes. Oh, yeah, Samuel yeah, Jackson. yeah. I'm really, really interested in this one um, because I, I really don't know that much about Saw. They've really never appealed to me, but this one does for some reason. Um, I'm, mainly, I'm glad yeah. that you brought this up because I did not know what this movie was. Uh, you kept talking about Spiral, and then I didn't know anything. Now that you're saying it, I'm definitely going to watch this because I was a big yeah. fan of the Saw series as well. Yeah, and I am not a big fan of the Saw series because I know nothing about it, but this one really appeals to me. Um, I like it when um, people 
switch up their creative um, tone. Um, that always is interesting to me. Like again, um, Jordan Peele is someone else who has done this. Like um, he went from Key and Peele to doing horror films, um, and he does them really well. Uh, so you know, I'm I'm interested to see um, what a, a comedian's take on this horror film is going to be. And from the trailers I, that I've seen are look really really good. I feel like it, it's actually a very easy transition from comedy to horror. Because it's it's literally just taking something a little too far for something to really be scary. Uh, I but I don't know if that's also because I'm I do a lot of haunted house stuff and uh, I do see some of those people jump back and forth. Yeah, it's like have you seen the Key and Peele skit where the the cop is a magician? He just he just keeps pulling out um, handkerchiefs. Nice, I haven't, know. I haven't, I haven't seen that one yet. You haven't seen that one? Mm-hmm. Oh, well, it's funny because it's like, it, well, you you like magic, Cody, but it's it's like what you were <laughs> saying. It's like, it's creepy when it's a cop doing. It. It's like, why are you doing magic tricks after you pull me over? Like, this just takes it too far to where it's like almost scary. <laughs> but um, anyway, that's how I felt about the whole uh, Carl Winslow, uh, Steve Urkel skit they did. That was kind of creepy. <laughs> oh, that was very creepy, man. That. <laughs> That actually disturbed me to my core. Yeah, that was kind of like, yeah, I knew it was at that moment. I was like, yeah, he can do, he can do horror, for sure. Um, so yeah, Spiral definitely something I'm looking forward to, and props to them for making me interested in a series that I've really never cared about. Um, so, and then um, last one is is Dune. So I'm really looking forward to this one because this is a, a again a classic that I have not read. I've seen the movie um, directed by David Lynch, but I've been told that that movie and the source material do differ a lot. Um, And of course there's many books in this series. So I think that what they're planning to do is make this um, into a series if the first one is successful. So I'm excited to see it because I want it to be a success. I want to see where it goes. This is going to be a high I guess high fantasy is a term, but it's definitely science fiction. So high science fiction maybe is the term. Um, Something that inspired the likes of Star Wars and stuff that we know today. Um, This book was written um, much before um, Star Wars was conceived by George Lucas. So um, this is kind of like the granddaddy of modern sci-fi and it's finally being uh, given a proper film by a really good director. Um, The same guy who did Blade Runner 2049. And I've gushed about that movie many times. This is another one of those movies where I I'm already know I'm going to go see it when it comes out. So I have not watched a trailer for it. I watched the teaser and that was it. Yeah. It's going to be epic. It feels like it's going to be huge. Um, Very 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 large grandiose and that's what i'm excited about and that's mainly one of the reasons why i do want to see see it on the big screen i think um there was another hbo it's an hbo uh or warner brothers so i believe it's going to be coming to hbo the same day it goes into theaters for yes um yes it is um but i do feel like this is one that i'm actually going to go see in the theater just because i want that experience um like you said, I, now going to the theaters is kind of more like a big deal for me. 
and it's been a long time since I've seen something um, on this scale that they're trying to do with Dune. You know, I think they're trying to echo um, what Lord of the Rings did for fantasy films. You know, I think they're trying to make it this big and this that epic. Um, so I'm excited about seeing that, like the, the giant sandworms and all that looks really cool to me. Well, that's uh, got me excited for some movies now. Uh, I mean, you stole it to a mine. I was kidding. But no, uh, it's it's. I definitely want to go see Spyro. I'm kind of like you. I, I want to see how Chris Rock uh, transitions. We, we know Samuel Jackson can do like, why these mother, you know, <laughs> snakes on this mother plane. You know, we know he can do like horror movies. And uh, what movie did he do? Uh, Lakeview Terrace, I think that was the one. Right. Um, with the guy with the guy from Watchmen. Yeah. Yeah. That guy, Patrick. Uh, yeah, I forget his name, um, yeah. but he played Night Owl. Yeah, I know what movie you're talking about. Yeah. And he can uh, he can do range. Uh, but Spyro was one of my movies. But uh, I, <laughs> this is not really on my on my uh, on my uh, list, but I'm glad that they're going to have it this year. Hopefully this is the end of this movie series. Uh, if I see one more Fast and the Furious movie, I'm going to be mad. I knew like, what it was before you even said it. <laughs> like, like the, the the fact that you got John Cena in this, you know, this this. I next didn't one. know, I didn't know Cena was going to be in it until I saw an image today, and I was like, really? Yeah, and I, I watched the Hobbs and Shaw one, and I was like, you know what? Just stop. A- after that, I was like, you got robot people now. Like, just just stop. It's 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 over with. <laughs> It's not they have robot people. It, 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 you have to watch the Hobbs and Shaw one. It, it's just like, it, it's just, it's enough is enough. Paul Walker's dead. The movie died with him, you know, like after that, it just kind of wasn't, it, you know, it wasn't as good, you know, but that's one that I kind of just want to see it to the end and see how Johnson does it. But keeping it into Jordan Peele's uh, creativeness, he's actually rebooting. Well, actually he's continuing the story of Candyman. And so it's actually the little boy who was in the original Candyman series. He's a grown up now, and he's going back to his uh, old uh, apartment complex where Candyman had his lair or whatever. And so Jordan Peele is bringing back the, the old Candyman character, and uh, I actually had to go back and rewatch it just to see, like you know, because when I heard Candyman's coming, I'm like, man, that's gonna be kind of good. So now I can understand the story, keep up with it, to see how they're gonna bring all this together. Um, you know, and also, you know, sticking with Doom, I think uh, The Rock, he, he's always in every movie. I mean, he's going to be big this year, but The Rock's going to be playing uh, uh, Black Adam this year. Uh, so okay. it's pu- supposed to be darker than uh, Shazam. So I want to see how they're going to actually do the two. They're uh, going to have the Justice Society of America in it. Ooh. Wait, the same Just... one, the same one from the, the, the TV shows too, or? So they're, they're, casting a, a new set but oh. like a, but it's a the justice society so it's like jay garrick flash and alan scott green lantern so it's the old uh before justice league was ever a thing it's the old team okay so it won't be any kind of cw crossover at all no no, no it's, it shouldn't be any cw people okay all right and you know this show is kind of you know so we've been accused of being militant and stuff like that on this episode and and i know lee's not here to, to plug our our our, our uh, saying but 
Uh, if you don't like our show we talk about, there is an email to send all your hate mail. <laughs> uh, the email is I don't care at gmail.com. That's I don't care at gmail.com. And with that being said, I'm really excited to see a movie with uh, I cannot pronounce his last name because he's uh, has an African last name, but it's Daniel Kuyu Kuyu. <laughs> but he plays he's the infamous guy from the get out movies uh but he's playing fred hampton hampton uh fred hampton uh and he's playing the, who's a black uh, panther party leader uh and he's dealing he's working he's uh going against the fbi informant uh who is basically an insider uh for the fbi uh and lakeith Stansfield, who i actually talked to on clubhouse by the way he's a really nice guy but lakeith plays in uh childish gambino's uh atlanta series as uh god guy's character's name already um anyway but no uh so lakeith he's gonna actually these two guys are up and coming actors like they would be like the brand new denzels you know and lakeith i know you're probably like you know he's he he has range if oh he, yeah, yeah. He, he has range, and uh, I'm just telling y'all right now that Lakeith is going to be a megastar pretty soon. And I don't really say about any kind of celebrities, but I think him and a couple more people, you know, but Lakeith, man, just to see his work, his range, uh, he's definitely going to do it. Another movie I'm excited about is uh, <sighs> I feel like this this guy is a thorn in my side, but he does a lot for the community, but people call him the number one basketball player in the world. I don't, but LeBron James is not only taking over teams, but he's taking over movie concepts in Space Jam too. So there will be a sequel uh, to Space Jam. Uh, you know, I don't know how I feel about that, but anybody? Um, yeah, I know this is something that's been talked about for years. Like, oh, LeBron is going to be in the new Space Jam, and you know they're going to make another one. But again, this is one of those sequels that they make way, way after the original that feels like, I don't know, kind of like a cash grab. Like we're going to bring up this old thing that everybody loves and grew up with and make a new one. I don't know. Like, I feel like it was, I feel like it was Michael Jordan's thing. You know, I don't know how it's going to work with LeBron James. Uh, Maybe it's going to be great. I don't know. Um, and you, is, you you don't do, know LeBron James, do you? <laughs> do 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 kids today even watch Looney Tunes? They like, probably they have. Play? I think yeah, I think I think I think growing up for us it was more about Looney Tunes, but for now for kids today it's more about LeBron James and the basketball players now. Oh, for like, sure. So it's kind of like a reverse thing. Like, okay, who were the Looney Tunes? You know what I mean? Because I put Tom and Jerry in front of my niece and nephew. They're like, this is boring. I'm like, it's Tom and jerry like how can you be well, inter- how can you not be entertained by people like how can you watch cartoons for 30 minutes they, they say not one word well you can try that again because tom and jerry do have a movie coming out this year where they're in the real world i believe oh what i did not know that hey there you go so yeah, that's just, but you know so that's you know and, and lebron james is a great person but he he has a habit of jumping on other people's stuff that's already been done like you know teams and chasing rings and now chasing movies you know so anyway um another one that i'm worried about now that i want to see this year is it called malcolm and marie it, it stars zendaya who's who plays uh mj on the the new spider-man uh movies 
uh, and Denzel's Washington, David, uh, David Washington, John David Washington, that played on tenant. So just to see these two, because Zendaya is beautiful, first off, but then like, you know, John David Washington, I haven't seen tenant, I'm pretty sure it's big, but you're Denzel Washington's kids. So I'm pretty sure he has some chops. Uh, but just to see her step out of like a serious role and a more romantic starring role, I want to I want to see how she does uh, on this movie. So it's, it's a Netflix movie coming out <clears throat> this year. So I can't wait to see that. That comes out, I think, um, I think or later on this year. I think. But one movie that I'm gonna end it with this, which I think that may be the uh, maybe the, the best comedy of the year. Maybe, maybe. I'm going to say coming to America, America. too. Yep. <laughs> Thank you. If you didn't say it, I was going to say it was my runner up and no one talked about it. <laughs> yeah, that's like coming to America, too. Uh, it's going to be exclusively on Amazon, but I think coming to America, too, uh, it comes out in March. Uh, I'm surprised they didn't do like a Black Panther thing and like put it in February. You know what I mean? But that's just here or there. But uh, but yeah, coming to America, too. It's a sequel to coming to America. Uh, the concept is that apparently uh, Hakeem, uh, Hakeem has a, you know, bastard son back in New York. But the question is, who is the mother? Because we don't remember Hakeem, like, you know, having sex with anybody in that movie. So where did he dip off to? You know, so, I mean, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. And you got a, ca- a list of characters from, like, uh, Wesley Snipes to you know, Tracy Morgan from SNL and there's a lot of people. So that's that, that's my list. I'm ready to see how they're going to pull it off. Uh, a bunch of brand new characters. I mean, that's a lot. And there's some old people coming back to like Louis Anderson and John Amos. And I think, I think all the characters except the mom because she passed away in real life. But even Darth Vader, uh, James Earl Jones is going to be playing the movie. So I'm looking for I'm not bad. I'm not bad. You know what? I'm looking forward to all this. I'm I'm away from my microphone. Sorry about that. But no, uh, I'm looking forward to this. I mean, so what about y'all? Y'all think about that or how you feel about Tom? Oh yeah, that? I it's again one of those movies. The trailer dropped and I haven't watched it because I know I'm gonna see it, and I don't want any jokes or anything spoiled. I'm just I'm ready to see it. I know I saw James Earl Jones is coming back for it, and I'm always happy to see Vader and stuff. This is one sequel made years later that I'm not mad about. Like this one is one that feels right. And you know, a lot, a lot of people, a lot of people are actually bashing it and saying that it looks really cheap. And you know, I'm like, man, like, I don't. I mean, if, even if it is cheap, like, like case in point, like, because Eddie Murphy has a well, surprise. He, he's, he's more geared of doing like streaming like platforms like Amazon, and Netflix. And I thought that when I saw him doing Dolomite, who's just like an old like character back in the 70s like i thought it was going to be cheesy and, and, and crappy but man like he delivered it was it was great eddie murphy can do no wrong yeah i agree and i wish brandon was here because i'm like you know we we always talk about will smith and how great will smith is i'm like dude no nah, man will smith can't touch eddie murphy have you listened to any eddie murphy's music Oh yeah, all the time. Party all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, what else? He, he knows he does Jamaican music. Uh, yeah. Red Light. That was a good song about him. And so yeah. And speaking of Eddie Murphy, uh, Party All the Time is actually going to be a Rick James bio coming out next year or this year too. So <laughs> uh, I'm <laughs> in lifetimes doing it. So it's going to be pretty horrible. So wait, but, <laughs> yeah. who's play? Wait, do we know who who who's playing? 
Uh, I'm not, not sure yet. I'm not for sure if it's going to be this year or next year, but Lifetime is doing a bio on Rick James, and it's going to be horrible. Do you remember uh, when you had me play Charlie Murphy? <laughs> <laughs> all right, before we let y'all go, okay, so, so like I said, me and Mitch and Cody went to high, uh, college together, and we went to, we was in, like, was it directing? I think a directing class, like yeah. TV directing, and we had to come up with, like, skits, and uh, my skit was to do reenact the Dave Chappelle uh, Rick James episode. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I, I forgot. No, no, no. Yours was, uh, wait, were you in the Rick James episode? Yes. So I was young Charlie Murphy. And I forget the gentleman's name who was older Charlie Murphy. Oh, uh, Kevin. Yeah, yeah, he was. <laughs> and just to have him like playing like, but i just remember having to like pretend to be slapped and go ouch you slapped me and i had to do so much editing on that (laughs) because i had to like rewrite the words because we couldn't use profile language on on tv it was probably the most the most basic channel (laughs) public (laughs) works tv that you ever seen in your life but i may post it on youtube somewhere mitch mitch kind of uh, look at that for y'all. But no, uh, thank you. So th- those are the movies and TV shows to look forward to in 2021, uh, given by the guys from the Real Inspectors podcast, uh, Mitch and Cody. Hey, guys, thank y'all so much for coming on the show. Uh, Thanks y'all... for having us. Yeah, yeah always a pleasure. Well, you got me excited. I mean, thank y'all for giving me movies and insiders and stuff that I haven't uh, even thought about coming out this year that I know that, that I didn't know that was coming out this year. But uh, before y'all go, how can people listen to y'all's podcast or talk to y'all on social media? So we're the real inspectors on uh, Facebook. Uh, we have a we have a TikTok. I know that. Do we have an Instagram, Mitch? No. Uh, so we have okay. Facebook, um, and you can find us on Spotify, Google Podcasts um but yeah we go live on facebook so follow us on our page uh, to keep up to date um because the episodes on spotify are a week later um, so if you want to keep up with us live follow us on our facebook page um to get updated on when we post episodes and uh if you do catch us live we do put up a phone number so at any point during our podcast you can always call us or text us to join the conversation yeah, and like I said, what what other podcasts or, or or show that you can actually call in and complain about the movies or give your uh, insights about movies? Like to me, y'all have a great thing going. So make sure y'all tap in. We're gonna make sure y'all watch Mitch and Cody and listen to them. Real Inspectors podcast on all platforms that go live as well, but a week later on other platforms. Make sure you follow them. I will have their links on their bios in the bottom of this part of this description. Cody and Mitch, you guys are welcome on the show anytime. I hope y'all come back. Thank you. We love being on and also you as well on our show. Always love having you. All right. And like I said, we want to make sure that you all join the conversation here at the Trail Show Podcast. Uh, That's it for our show today. Make sure you follow us online at www.straightupshowpodcast.com. That's www.str, the number eight, upshowpodcast.com. But until then, at the end of our show, there's only one rule to this show, and that you got to be straight up. up.